brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned in. New episode, Music is Love Language. I'm your host, Clint Coley. Listen, no AKAs. Let's just get down to business. Real quick, if you're watching on YouTube or whatever you watch this on, you see who's here. You know what that means. Important conversations. Not to say that when other people come on. Y'all not important. It's only me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like yeah. when other people, you know, because like, you know, when you or Tracy comes on, they know you're my go-to music aficionados. We're having respectable conversation. We're having respectable conversation. I, I totally that. agree with that. Shout out Tracy. Yeah. Shout out to Tracy. Before we get into the podcast real quick, hey, Washington, D.C., February 2, shit, February 2, <laughs> Washington, D.C., February 26th, I'm going to be at the D.C. Improv, Clint Coley and Friends, get your tickets now. Then right after that, Steph, right after that. We're going to Capo Deli in D.C. Capo Deli in D.C. for wristbands only. Oh, shit. When you go into Capo Deli on February 26th, you're going to go in, you're going to say, yo, let me get a wristband sandwich. And when, they, when you ask for that, they're going to let you in the wristbands only. But you got to ask for a wristband sandwich. If you don't ask for a wristband sandwich, you don't get in. You're not down with us. Don't call them. Don't text them. Don't text me. No. You you ask for a wristband sandwich, and then you'll be letting the wristbands only. Just play along. Have fun. Just, yeah. Because, like, there's going to be somebody. Yeah. Like, man, I ain't saying that shit. I ain't shit. saying that. Well, then come get this knuckle sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> this knuckle sandwich. <laughs> we used to say that to people back in the day. <laughs> you knuckle sandwich, man. Like, yeah, damn, that's funny. Okay. All right. Steph, let's have a conversation. Let's do it. So Tracy and I actually reviewed 2022 or 2022 in a year in music. I saw. And we talked about, you know, albums, what we get, what we get, what we give the year as a letter grade. Yeah. I think overall we gave the letter grade. I think we gave it a C. It's cool. I think we gave it a C. I think that the 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 hip hop was a was about a B plus. Or the R no, the R and B was a B plus. The hip hop was like a C minus. 
It was only, a, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and we just... It was what it was. So what I think we should start doing is we should start going back in time and rating the year in music. I like that. This this episode, we're going to dive in to 2001. Oh. <laughs> we're going to give 2001, the year of 2001, a letter grade in R&B and hip-hop. Now, let's just really, real quick, let's take a, strip, a trip back to 20, 2001. 2001 is when uh, George W. Bush was sworn into office. Uh, I don't know if y'all were around in 2000, uh, of November of 2000. Do y'all remember that election? Because I do. <laughs> the hanging chads. I remember that. Florida, you on, you was on some fuck shit. Like, per usual. You know, um, per usual. Um, also, though, I remember there were a lot, there were a couple iconic hip hop moments. There were two really crazy battles. There were, like, when we really go back to 2001, but we're going to start with the R&B. Yeah, let's do that. I'm 13, we're, we're, you and I both were about 13, 14 years old in 2001. Mm-hmm. Here we go. So R&B, okay? Steph, let's start it off with what were the big, what were the albums, what were the four, give me four albums that stood out to you R&B-wise in 2001. Let's talk about it. Yeah, um... I think obviously 8701. 8701 was without a doubt. Can we go back to that album real quick? Yeah. <laughs> so people arguably, people say arguably 8701 was better than Confessions. I've heard people say that I don't agree with that, but I'm also not mad at that take. I don't think it's I don't I don't agree with it. I think that I don't I I fully don't agree with I, it just because of what Confessions did, what it was, all that other stuff. But musically, 8701 was a tier one R&B album in my opinion. It's a great album. And I, I'm not mad at the bias either. I think that was like, yo, if Confessions is an A+, plus, and 8701 what, is... What, it's like an A-? minus. I'd say it's an A. Yeah. I mean, like... There was some joints on that album. Yeah, there were. Let's let's go back to the album. Let's, let's get some joints. There was... You don't have to call. You got it bad. You remind me. There's a lot of yous. It's all about you. It's all about it's all about <laughs> you. <laughs> anyway, there was a uh uh I don't know what you came to do, girl. Like that <laughs> that that album really helped cement Usher as like an R and B pop star. I, I'm gonna say that's the album where Usher grew up. Oh, for sure. That was the first time we got grown ass Usher. Yeah, it and was. did do you remember when we saw the You Remind Me video? We were like, Usher Chili Dayton? Yeah, yeah. We I remember back in the day, I'm like, he bagged Chili? Mm-hmm. And I mean, Chili, boy. I mean, yeah. I mean, I remember the I remember, first of all, it was called 8701 because I remember it debuted or it came out August 7th, 2001. Right. Um, I remember, I just remember I played You Remind Me often. And I remember You Remind Me was a big hit on the 106 and Park video joints. Oh, for sure. That was a, that was a, nigga, let me ask you a question. What was a bigger, what was the biggest record on that album? Was it You Don't Have to Call or You Got It Bad? Because I'm going to say You Don't Have to Call and You Got It Bad were bigger than You Remind Me. It wasn't You Remind Me. I'm going to say You Got It Bad. You Got It Bad was crazy. I feel like you couldn't escape that record. I feel like the dance moves in that video were just crazy when the motherfucker hit the... Yeah, I remember the, that. Yeah. I remember when he slid on the joint and, I'm your man, you're just my like, girl. You know... I'm sorry, y'all. It was just... <laughs> you Don't Have to Call was a great 
Like that's still to this day like a great party record. You could turn that on anywhere. Mm-hmm. Anybody of any age is still gonna love it. First of all, when you first of all when the first when the record first drop after the night you yeah. <laughs> after the night <laughs> after <Yeah>. the night <laughs> that's my shit. I'm sorry. I'm okay. Yeah. Okay. Don't leave your girl around me. 80s true player for real. Ask my nigga for real. Ask my nigga for real. Pharrell did. The, that was a hard at boy. That was mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you too. If Confessions never comes out, that's his best album by far. Yeah. Okay, I'm good with that. Okay, so what else you got? Talk to me. Uh, I got Alicia Keys. Okay. Songs in uh, A minor. Songs in A minor. Now, here let's 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 really talk about Alicia Keys real quick. Mm-hmm. Why do we not give Alicia Keys her flowers for classic albums and what she's really meant to R&B? We did. On, uh... well, no, we did. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. talking about the, the general public, though. I think a lot of times, like, we get, like, I think it's because, you know, we said it. Alicia Keys is corny now. Let's just, look, uh, let's just call a spade a spade. She's always been the same person. To I, me. To me. But, you know, but you know, but here's the thing. But you mentioned something on that last episode yeah. that we talked about that even though she makes undeniable music. Women don't like her anymore. It rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Because she's the first woman to ever sleep with somebody else's man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. You know, I mean, like, it's just interesting. Like, y- y'all don't like her, but it's like. Well, here's the thing, real quick. Just don't about y'all that, watch Love and Hip Hop? Don't they do that all the time? That's literally the crux of the show that they've been watching for like 15 years. <laughs> yeah, like, y'all. All the conversation on Instagram, on the Shade Room, on Boss. But of all the women. Media takeout. But I think it's because they expect more from Alicia Keys. Right. But they also. But mm, there was some some other elements. Yeah, I mean, look. Yeah. But here's the thing you can't take anybody that doesn't want to be taken. Okay? Let's be real. You You can't can't take anybody. You definitely can't take anybody that don't want to be taken. That is a fact. That is a fact. Drama aside. This is a great album. Songs in A minor. First of all, let's talk about some of the big records on this album. You could not go anywhere in 2001 without hearing, I keep on falling. You can say whatever you want about Alicia Keys or however, whatever you feel about her, but you did not, you, in 2001, that song was everywhere. Am I right or wrong? It was everywhere. Like, I actually got sick of that song. Everywhere. Then let's. Then she followed that song up, that single up with uh, a woman's worth. That was a great fucking record. Mm-hmm. And then she covered Prince's "How Come You Don't Call Me." Yeah, yeah. <sighs> There's some album cuts on there too. I just had to some look it up really just to make sure cuts. it was. But girlfriend was on there. Jealous of you, yeah. yeah. That's a joint. Yeah, yeah. Songs in A minor. I like that. I'm good with that. Yeah. Okay. So we got two A. We got two A albums. Yeah. We got two A albums. Who else? What else you got? I think we got to put Aaliyah on there. Yes. Her, yes. her, her self-titled album. Yes. Yes. Now, in 2001, if you remember vividly, we lost Aaliyah. Yes, uh, Usher's album came out 87 on one. I do remember we lost Aaliyah, I believe, August 26th, 27th, around that. It was like the end of August of 2001. Um, first of all, that album was crazy. 
outside of her death. Like, I mean, we're yeah, not yeah, we're no. not we're not saying the album's crazy because of her no, death. No, no, that was album really was album. crazy. Like, it had rock the boat. It had more than a woman. It had I. It, it has some. That album has some serious heat on it. Yeah, and it that really showed a uh, that that like you said. To like Usher's point, showed a grown Aaliyah, a grown Aaliyah more mature. Wait, she's past the R. Kelly situation. Yeah, you know um, the whole. Because let's be real, in her prior albums, it was her trying to sound grown. Yeah, this was her actually be being grown. grown. Yeah, she was twenty one now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like she's, she's yeah, she's twenty one now. Yeah, she's grown. Yeah, and you know the music reflected the that. music definitely because Rock the Boat. I'm gonna be honest with you. When I was thirteen, did you know it was about sex? Yeah. See, maybe I was maybe I was just living in a in a in a in a in a dream world or something like that. I, I just I, I just only thing I remember about and this is what we talk about. I mean, she we, said, "Work the middle, change positions." I, I knew you know I knew it crazy? wasn't about an actual boat. Can I be? <laughs> that's right. Can I be honest though? I wasn't a fan though of that song and album at the time. More than a woman was my shit. It, but here's the thing: it's not because I didn't like the music. I think it was because I had a little sister. Kiara, you played Aaliyah the fuck out. Every time I looked around, she's doing this. Can this I, shit. Can I just say this? I, 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 At some point, you may veto this, and I understand. You you might have to have Kiara on the show. Okay. Well, have Kiara on the show? Yeah. Podcast? Why wouldn't I? I'm just saying. I would love to have Kiara on the podcast. Think you she's crazy, but... Kira, we want you here. <laughs> yeah, she's crazy, but I would, I would love that my sister. It'd on the be podcast. fun. Yeah. I had my mom on the podcast. I saw. You know, it was a great episode. She's crazy too. I was about to get beat up on the podcast. You see, I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> about to get beat up on my old podcast, man. My mom, damn. But um, that was a great conversation, though. It um, was great, great episode. Um, you know, yeah, having my family because you know I want people to, you know, let's be real. That that gives you another side of who I am. For you know, sure. you can tell now by the way I was raised. Like, oh, I, a lot of stuff makes sense. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. that hat running shit. Get it now. <laughs> you know what I mean? We talk about running hats. My mom running hats. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, okay, so we got a layer songs in A minor, eighty-seven and one. What else you got for me? Um, hmm. You said only four. Or just name. I'm gonna, we're gonna name. I'm gonna name more. I'm, okay. gonna, I'm gonna name something. You, you name four, then I'm gonna give you four. Yeah. Um, so what's your last one? I'm gonna say. You know, I didn't love it, but uh, just because it's gonna be controversial, the hive will come for me with Survivor by Destiny's Child. The hive will, will come for you. Yeah. Why would they come for you? Survivor was dope. It was a dope album. Survivor had. I said I didn't love it. Because in 2001, we were ki- we were all we, we heard was Survivor. Let's be real, y'all. Okay, no 14, 13 year old boy in an urban area or was, anywhere. Yeah, we're bumping Beyonce or bumping Destiny's Child. I wasn't. We weren't, but we also can take a step out of our our, yep. our own our own undeniable. Yeah. Now let's also talk about what's on that album. Survivor, the song, like that was everywhere. Booty fucking licious is on that album. Um, Independent women, bruh. That was that was a strong ass record, bro. Yeah. Was that also on that album? I thought that was just on the Charlie's Angels. No, it was on the album. Okay. Independent women, part. What you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Yes. All right. Yes. Survivor. Survivor. Okay. Was that the first album with Michelle on it? Might have been. Because I, if we talk, I think the writings on the wall was 1999. 
And I don't believe Michelle was on that album. She wouldn't have been on that album. Yeah, this is the first. This is the first. This is our introduction to Michelle Williams. Nice. (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) See, I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to chill. And because man, they be yo, they be dragging Michelle, man. Yo, Michelle was the king, was the queen of the bridges. She was. She would, yo, she yo, Michelle Michelle carried d- a fucking you right. bridge. Move your body up and down. <laughs> Michelle touched the ground. Carried the bridge. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Why do why do women give why do women not want to be Michelle? Who wants to be third third banana? Sometimes you just gotta And play. let's be real, she didn't fit the makeup of that group. She just was a really strong singer. Come on now. <laughs> Would you say, can we? Can you look in that camera and say Michelle was a strong singer? I mean, look, <laughs> she's not a star, but she's no, but no, she ain't no slouch either. I'm not saying that. Can you look in that camera and tell the people that you firmly believe that Michelle Williams is a strong singer? Well, as I just stated, I wasn't listening to Destiny's Child willingly in 2001. So okay, all I, right. I won't do that. Okay, I, I won't even. I'm not saying she ass. No, you couldn't be. She's not ass, but no. she's not strong. You're, there was no way you were going to be in Destiny's Child in 2001 and be ass. <laughs> All right, man. You see? It ain't me. It's not. It ain't me. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm just saying. All right. Michelle, not ass. You're right. You're right. She was. Never mind. I'm not going to make that comparison. No, say it. I was going to say. She was the Dennis Rodman of the group. Actually. She got rebounds. Yeah. <laughs> she she held she did what she was supposed to do. She got she was a role player. She held it down. She got rebounds. I'm, I'm good with that. And yeah. she's a, and Dennis Rodman is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Okay. Case closed. All right. I'm good, I'm good with that. You said you said listen. Hey man. <laughs> show some respect. You right. <laughs> All right. I got some albums for you. All right. Invincible by Michael Jackson. Yeah. Now, um, look. <laughs> okay, all right, look. Let's 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 be let's Michael Jackson at this point is way past his prime. For sure. Um, but he had a that was a decent comeback. Yo, Rock My World was a was a huge record. And the video was the crazy. The video was crazy. Yeah, no. Now he, you know. <laughs> yeah. But and then we got what? And then we got butterflies. Butterfly, out. Yeah. Now I like. Now let me ask you a question: Whose version of butterfly do, butterflies do you like more? Flow a tree with Marsha Ambrosius or Michael Jackson's version? I like Marsha Ambrosius' version myself. Yeah, I, I, I like it. I just think Mike's version just is what it is. I just yeah I, I yeah no I I, I think uh, Her, hers is Marsha Ambrosius. Hers is performed yeah. better. His you think? Just, <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. No, I'm teasing. Go ahead. But you know, like I heard somebody make a take. Reach. Oh, what was it? Rolling Stone or one of these magazines put out Michael Jackson is like the 86th greatest singer or some shit like that. They here clearly didn't listen to Young Mike. No, they didn't. I don't even. I'm not even. I going to, yeah. I'm not even going to acknowledge that list on this podcast. No. Rolling people. People have sent me that Rolling Stones list like 50 times, okay. and I'm telling you right now. I'm choosing to ignore that. Okay, my apologies. They, no, because like here's the thing: you don't 
there's no way you know art, you know singing, making a list like that in order like that. Well, I think and Luther's there was Luther the fact that Luther Vandross was not in the top ten. Well, here's the thing. I think at the end of the day, a publication like that, yeah, is not obviously what it historically has been. Right. And a lot of the lists that I've seen them put out within the past few years, excuse me, quite honestly, are clickbait. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. They need it. They yeah. need the views. They yeah. need the ad revenue. And they know there was they don't have a subscription. So And yeah. who are you gonna argue with? Right. <laughs> like nobody at that I mean to me the most of those people are anonymous. Yeah, I could have been in the room for all you know. I wasn't. You were, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. Okay, but yeah. Yeah, invincible in- solid. Invincible. Mary J. Blige's no more drama. I knew this was coming. Look, hey bro, let me tell you something. All right. Now, let's 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 start with a couple. What's on the album? All right. Just say it. No, f- what do you mean just say it? Just say the hits. Family affair. The, that is the song on the album. That's a huge hit. Yeah. And then I think Rainy Days was on that album with, with Ja Rule. That was a good, good song. song. I mean, I'm a Mary J. Blige fan. That's why I'm I'm, so, I'm looking to you. No, but 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 that's uh, was that considered a comeback album for no, her? No. Because she had released an album in ninety nine. Okay. So we're talking the comeback album was the breakthrough, the one that came out in 05. Okay. That was the album. Okay. But no more drama. So, if we're being honest, all right, so Mary, this is Mary J. Blige's now fifth studio album. So, what's the 411? But Family Affair was like a pop hit. It was a huge that, that I mean, that is made that, white people really. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. that's why I asked if this was considered like a yeah. comeback. Because, no, it wasn't a comeback. Because you got to remember. The one before that, you know, she had to joint with, you know, I think she had Deep Inside, and that was the 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 the, the, the Elton John sample. Okay. You know, I I don't know. I, I, I wasn't a big fan of this. This this is probably, I'm going to be honest with you, No More Drama is probably my least favorite Mary J. Blige album. It's her most commercial. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm a big Mary J. Blige fan. Dr. Dre on the single. Yeah. Huge video. Yeah. Every, I, I, songs everywhere. I'm cool. I could have did without that album, though. Well, you mentioned it. I mean, well, it came out that year. This You're is right. 2001. Um, and then the fourth album I'm going to mention. Oh, no. Is this the third, third album I'm going to mention? Give me Acoustic Soul by India RE. It's a good one. It's a really good one. You know? I, I truly enjoyed that album. I truly enjoyed that album. And my fourth one, now we talk about a comeback album. Luther Vandross's Luther Vandross album. Do you remember that? Did that had, have... excuse me, miss, but what's your name? Where are you from? And can I come? And possibly can't. That, that was the grownest, youngest song I've ever heard at the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was like he put out a record for all his, like, true, like, those are his, his fans. Yeah. But I was like, as a young guy, I remember I was like, this is hot. This was hot. All right. This was hot. All right. Now, please forgive my ignorance in, in Luther's discography. When did Dance With My Father again That was on out? the same album. That's what I thought. Same album. Yeah. I, believe, a, I believe it's the same album. That was a song that was everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think okay. that was the same album. Cool, cool. And then, let's just throw off a couple of wars. More. So, Janet Jackson released the album, All For You. That was a big, big album at the time. And that also, I think it was, because that also coincided with the fact that I think the Nutty Professor 2 
soundtrack came out the year before and it had doesn't really matter and that was a big song for her yeah yeah so i remember i remember janet was good for janet was good for a really big pop hit for a good like a good run good couple years there yes so yeah that was that was a solid album give me nikki they got nikki costin yeah yeah that was an underrated album yeah let me give you two albums or two groups that put out an album you know how i feel about jagged edge but jagged little thrill came out and to me, arguably 112's best album came out, which is part, part three. three right. I think part three was 112's best album by far. Okay. Uh, and that dropped the two. And I, that, I mean, look, that was their biggest album. That was the album with Peaches and Cream. That was the album with Dance With Me. That was the album with It's Over Now. I'm sorry, y'all. You know? Yeah. What is this? Amazing. No, they had they had that, undeniable hits all through that project. I, I totally agree. Um, J-Lo had an album. Yeah. Uh, Shit, I mean, look, bro. Mariah uh, Carey's Glitter. Mariah Carey's Glitter. And then, let's not forget, man, one of the biggest songs of 2001 to me was uh, Fiesta Remix. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Amen. I know. We have to. I know. Amen. I know. Amen. Amen. After the show is the after party. We're doing this. After the party, it's the hotel. I mean, I'm singing Jay-Z, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That arguably should, that's what gave us the best of both worlds, unfortunately. Yeah, it is. That record was so big that people were like, yo. Y'all got to do this again. And real quick, I just want to talk about the Fiesta remix for two seconds. We could have done without Boo and Gotti. Who are they? Where have they Where have they been since? They're from Chicago. I, I don't want to make it so I don't, I'm not able to, I don't know what they do in Chicago. And I don't want to make it so I can't come to Chicago. Um, but no diss, Boo and Gotti. Y'all didn't have to be on the record. We 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 could have we could have just get. They were could, signed to Rockland. You could have gave me another whole. Not piece. only was it Kelly and Gotti, it was Boo, Boo and Hova. <laughs> Has it ever been? You think it's ever been Boo and Hova anywhere else Never. at any other time? Never. The fact that they can say they got a record with Jay Z and R Kelly is wild. No, I mean that's that's uh, that's nepotism for you. Yeah, that's facts. Uh, Return of the Dragon, Cisco, Music in Me by. Uh, Nate Dog, mm-hmm. the ID by uh, Macy, Macy Gray. Gray. I mean, yo, man, we based on a true story. We got some good J Lo. We got some good albums. There's a Maxwell album that Ma- year. Now, yep. Yeah. What did we miss? Um, Bilal had an album. I'm cool on Bilal. Khalees had an album. Yes. W- Wonderland. Yes. Yeah. 2001 was a good. Was a. It was a good, good R and B. I'm gonna ask you, what do you give? So now that we know all of this. And then we know some of the singles and stuff like that. What do we give R&B in 2001? What, what letter grade 
do we give R&B in 2001? R&B was really, really, really strong in 2001. Totally agree. I think you can make the argument that it's either a B plus or an A minus. I'm good with the A minus. Yeah. I'm good with an A minus. I'm good with an A minus. Um, Because like, does 2001, does does R&B in 2001 age incredibly well? That's a good fucking question. Let's let's let, that's a good fucking question. I would say I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say a lot of this music does age well. I still listen to 8701. Songs in A minor still hits today. Survivor, you can put it on for nostalgic purposes. You can put a joint on. Yeah, yeah I still listen to part three. Uh I don't listen to Jagged Edge. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't really no more drama. I told you that's not my favorite album, but hey, there's a couple of joints like there's a couple of joints on that album that I still do listen to. Yeah. Uh, Acoustic Stole still 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 slaps today. Invincible, no, but but I'm not rating the year based on just the albums. Also, the singles too. They were really big uh, R and B singles, bro. A minus is a I, it's a really good yeah. So really good R and B year. Said, it was I, a really good R and B year. Yeah. I'm gonna say they gave us for sure two classics for sure. Yeah. And two possibles, yeah. meaning to me, Aaliyah and Survivor. But also, like I think, I think this year in R and B kind of helped set the precedent for what the, the decade for what the decade would sound like and yeah. how R and B would eventually be shaped. And and, and don't forget, R and B in two thousand one sounds completely different from R and B in two thousand nine. It does. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about it. Trey Songs doesn't exist yet. I mean, he no. exists, but he's not like yeah. Uh, the dream doesn't exist yet. Neo doesn't. I mean, again, we're yeah. talking guys who exist, but like, but but a lot of their influences come from from this, this year. Yeah. And I think even in 2023, you know, looking at this nostalgia craze that we're in right now, going yeah. back to a, a year like 2001 mm -hmm. culturally, mm -hmm. I think people, you know, you're hearing a lot of samples from this year. You're you hearing definitely a lot hearing of, a lot of yes. Yeah, you're hearing a lot of people taking. Um, just creative cues. So that's yeah. the one thing that I make that's making me feel old about music. Like the fact that now they're sampling songs that like I know I re like it. You know, it's like crazy because when we were growing up, you know, they were sampling seventies joints and yeah. and you know, I'm probably I, I didn't and think 80s of joints. It's eighties joints, and I didn't think. Look, Puff said it: take hits from the eighties yeah. and do a sound so crazy. You know what I'm saying? But but now they're taking hits from the like. How do you feel when you hear like Burner Boys? Last, last, the biggest, one of the biggest records yeah. to come out is a sample of Tony, Tony Braxton's right. Wasn't Man Enough. Like, and that was, and I remember, insane. I remember how big that record yeah. was. Like, I know. That was a, yeah. Okay. R&B gets an A minus for like 2001. It. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Okay. All right. Now, now look. <laughs> All right. I'm going to just tell y'all this you know, I'm gonna tell y'all this. I'm gonna tell y'all this right now before we even get into it because we're gonna save a lot of time. Because we could be here all day talking about hip hop in 2001. Hip hop is an A plus. Yeah, I'm letting you know that right now. You don't. You, we don't even really need to. Like, I mean, we don't need. We'll we'll mention, but we don't need to dissect. Yeah, and and, and let's let's just start at the top and work our way down. We already know 2001, the two biggest albums, and the, pretty much what shaped that year in hip hop was Jay-Z versus Nas. Yeah. Blueprint, Stillmatic. Two classic albums. Two albums that move... Two albums, honestly, that's, that... Do you feel like those albums saved hip-hop? 
Um, because let's let I mean let me let me ask you this: Was hip hop dead in two thousand? I don't feel like it was. No, because I think people were what people were were scared of of what that beef was going to turn into. Oh, for sure, and yeah. and that was the biggest thing, right? Like we we're 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 still pretty fresh on the heels of you know a whole East Coast West Coast beef and the fallout of that. Yeah, and we hadn't really had any like major beefs in hip hop that really had people but you, like the like the two biggest you had the you had you had, not even just the two but you had the, I wouldn't say they were the two biggest they were okay no they weren't they were the two best correct you had that was listen let's go back to 2001 Jay Z versus Nas was Tyson versus Holyfield yeah that that was that, like let's like, that's Ali that was Ali but, Frazier but this this battle was to cement who was the best not only in New York but, but who was the best in hip hop right period, period. Yeah. and and you can honestly say that now that I look back on it we're damn near talking 22 years later they both won they both won they both won but like, I think yeah, that but they knew that yeah like Nas won oh for sure but they both won like Bro, Jay, that album, the blueprint, catapulted Jay Z to an entire new superstardom. He became, yeah, like he. I remember when Izzo dropped, bro. Yeah, me too. I remember listening to that record. I'm like, this is commercial, blah 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 blah. I mean, the video, but the God, big Rockefeller banners and him in the car, just bro. Like, it felt like a bro. It felt like a parade. It did. And then he had cameos in the video, like even the video. He had a bunch. Like it was a. It was a moment. That was a crazy yo. It was a moment. And then let's be real though. That was also a a the, the Izzo was a commercial song where he actually still had bars in them joints. Oh, yeah. I watch Hoop Dreams deflate like a true fiend's way. The nigga, what? It was catchy. Nigga, the you nigga know. said, I'm overcharging niggas for what they did to the cold crush. <sighs> it was catchy. The beat was catchy. Jackson 5 sample, Kanye yeah. West. Kanye West. You know, like, Doom. Rock, Jay and Dame at their, at their arguably their peak. peak. Yes. You know. And then let's also not forget he dropped an. Uh, he did unplug that year. Mm-hmm. That was big, huge. Like that was big with the roots. I, with the roots. Yeah. First of all, let's talk about this too. The roots made those beats sound twenty Incredible. fucking times better. Incredible. Oh my god! Like Jay Z to me. Like to me, that's when I. If, if when I heard that, when I heard unplugs, or when I, no, I actually not even just heard it. Uh, Steph watched it. I watched it. Yeah. And I said to myself. Why don't rappers perform with bands more often? Well, that was the thing, right? Like they they did MTV Unplugged in the '90s set that standard off, but they didn't really do it. But much they didn't after do hip hop. There was only one hip hop unplugged. No, there was they, there was one, but they had like three different acts, right? Yeah, because it was it was LL Tribe Called Quest, I believe. I think. MC Light was on it. I don't know, but I remember LL and Tribe for sure. Right, and then they didn't do it for a while. Yeah, and then. Jay Z and it just and he and it was so intimate. Jay Z sat down. Yeah, talk to the audience. Talk to the like you. Yeah. If you listen to the Unplugged album, you hear women like you hear them screaming the words. Yeah, yeah. You hear people in the crowd interacting. With Those them. are fans. Yeah, real fans. And then let's talk about Stillmatic. It was like that was a comeback album. We yeah, thought was. Nas was finished. I'm gonna tell you now. Two, four albums in 10 years, nigga? I could divide. That's one every... I, I thought she was done after that. 
after this nigga did math, or <laughs> after this nigga, JC did math about your career. Four hours and ten years, nigga, I can divide. That's one every, that's two. Two of them things was do. One was, nah. <laughs> Filmatic. Yeah, that's a one album every ten year average, and nigga, that's lame. I thought Nas was finished. Yeah, we all did. Until he told me. He called it. For real, for real, Nas, the lyrics weren't all that great. No, they weren't. It was, let's be real. The beat wasn't all that great the either. The beat wasn't all that great to ether. It was just the delivery. It was, it was the delivery. Yeah. It was the conviction. He called this nigga a Tabo ho. He called <laughs> Like, let's be real. Takeover is a better song. I tell people it's that all the time record. and they don't want to agree with that. Say I, that I, again. I, Say that to them. In 2001, I was a bigger Nas fan. I wanted to be a bigger Nas fan, but take over it. Like, I remember having to play that on repeat just because it was such an incredible song. And not even just as a diss record, as a song. It was a song. Dope beat. Dope hook. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? R-O-C. We running this rap shit. Catchy. Yeah, it was hot, yo. Yeah. You know, not only do you diss Nas, you diss Mob Deep in the process, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a better song. But Nas, I think Ether was just... Ether was fighting words. Ether was yeah, like, was. Nas is tired of this nigga, yo. <laughs> like, you, like, to me, Ether felt like... I felt like Nas wanted to put hands on him. Yeah, he did. You could tell. Um, like that's how it you, felt. You could tell. He was like, I was. I, but even outside of Ether, right? Like even yeah. outside of this battle, like they they both put together solid bodies of work that really yeah. cemented yeah. themselves in the genre yeah. for the next decade I and agree. arguably forever. For the yeah, forever. Forever. But this year specifically, I like, agree. These are the top albums. All right. Now that said. It's a lot of lot of music that came out this year. Let's go to the second battle that was that year. Ah, yes. Now, I'm from Philadelphia. In 2001, you couldn't go anywhere without hearing this. Fuck a speculation talk over, nigga. Dig this. I'm about to sun kiss like a soda and put and make Jay to the put his lips on his nine and really kiss the game goodbye, nigga. When you when 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 I hear that. I felt like Beans was my champion. Beans was my... Ch- I'm giving you your flowers right now, Beans. Beans was my champion hearing that. This nigga said, I'm going to kick his ball over the fence. Like, <laughs> this nigga said, I'm going to kick his ball over the fence. We were getting we were getting quality Balls. battle yes. records yes. in 2001. Yes. That whole D-Block versus, yeah, like. D-Block versus Rockefeller was a thing. It was very much a thing. That was a thing, dog. Like, I remember Beans and all them niggas going up to Hot 9-7. You better tell Nas, leave it alone. Like, Beans, Freeway, Chris, Neef, O, Sparks. Like, basically the whole city of Philadelphia. The whole city of Philadelphia. <laughs> Against Yonkers, <laughs> and I remember Jada Kiss like like and then like now Jada Kiss this record back was very fucking good. Yeah, it was Beans was just longer. Jay, Jada went got straight to the point. He did, you know. But yeah, I, yeah, oof, oof. and they both had good albums that year. Yeah, between what's that? The reason, the reason and, and kiss the, the game, game goodbye. goodbye. Yes. All right. So let's go to hip hop albums though. Let's, let's those are the ones that are those are the, of course the. But here we go because there's some other there might be yeah. Missy So Addictive. Yeah. The Great Depression by DMX. Mm-hmm. Genesis by Busta Rhymes. Mm-hmm. Pain is Love by Ja Rule. Word of Mouth, uh, Ludacris. Ludacris. Bulletproof Wallets uh, by uh, Ghostface. Uh, Ghostface. 
Fat Joe, Jose, Jealous One, Still Envy. Yeah. I had that album poster on my wall. Um, Free City by D12. No, what? that's... Uh, no, Free City by the St. Lunatics. Lunatics. And then D12. Devil's Night. Devil's yeah, Night. I'm D12. sorry. I apologize. Um, Iron Flag by the Wu-Tang Clan. Mm-hmm. Um, Silk the Shocker had an album that year. He did. You want a nigga with some dough? That's cool. <laughs> Hated that. You want a nigga with... First of all, for all you Silk the Shocker fans out there that try to tell me and Nav that, oh, no, Silk was that... Never. Never. I, I, I couldn't get on board. <laughs> he said I couldn't get you on know, board. Like, Master P also had an album that year with, what, Ooh-Wee on it? Like <laughs> That album had... That was the uh, Game Face album. Yeah. Trash. Trash. Okay. Uh, Malpractice by uh, Red, uh, Man. Red Man. I owned that, yeah. Let's, Let's Get, get dirty. dirty. Yes, There's exactly. There's a lot of joints on there, too. Eric Sermon dropped an album. Music. With Just Like Music. Jermaine Dupree, Instructions. With uh, Welcome to Atlanta. I'm going to give y'all my sleeper album of that year. P. Diddy and the Family. Oh, the saga continues. The saga fucking continues. Can we really post what the fuck? Go to that album for me real quick, Steph. Go to that album. Go to the saga continues. What is on that album? Let's talk about that. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to write on the board. Because 2000, I mean, I don't even need to write on the board. 2001 is an A plus in hip hop. Yeah, the saga continues is kind of ridiculous. What's on the album? Uh, we got I Need a Girl. Part one? Uh, or part two? Because part, part one and two both came out in 2001. Right. It looks like just part one. Uh, Nigga, that's that, that was first of all. Can I ask you, like, first of all, real quick, real quick? I need a girl, part one or two. I personally, oh wait, no, this is a different. This is not that same joint. Sorry, it's called I Need a Girl, but it's a different. Yeah, joint. I know. Yeah, but yeah, but, but, but for I'm me, asking, personally, hold on, hold on. Let's start again. For you, part two. I need. Wait a minute. I'm trying to make an Instagram clip, man. Come on. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to make it real, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they listen to I'll, it. They, I'll, play, I'll, I'll play along. Come on, man. I'm trying to make it real. I'm trying, I'm trying to get views, motherfucker. All right? This is the shit I got to do in the middle of my podcast because y'all don't want to share it. No, they do. They, I'm just complaining. I'm yeah, sorry, have, yeah. Let's, let's go. No. Steph, arguably, for you, mm-hmm. which one you like better? I need a girl part one or I need a girl part two? Uh, it's been controversial every time I say this, but I Need a Girl Part 2 is my favorite. I don't think it's controversial because I think a lot of people prefer Part 2 over Part 1. I don't know anybody personally that likes Part 2. I know two. a few people that like Part like, 2 over Part yo, 1. Like, yo. In, in general, would I rather hear Usher over Genuine? Of course. That's where that's what draws but, the line for me. But. That. that yo, that fucking guitar. That, okay. That, right, the, okay. The beat. I, I just like. And, and genuine is just ridiculous runs on it. Yeah, he's he's very right? ridiculous. F- them fake riding the motorcycles on the on the freeway. Come I remember that too. For me, I'm gonna go. I need a girl part one because it was just a smoother record. It was. I need a girl part one was a more polished smooth. Look, that was the first time I heard Loon. Yeah. Yeah, it that was. was the first time I heard Loon. Yeah. And I'm not saying Loon was like uh, he changed hip hop or nothing like that, but that was the first time I'm like. But on Saga Continues, we had uh, That's Crazy with Black Rob and G-Dep. Yep. Uh, we had Incomplete with Sherry Dennis. Come on. Uh, you get to the hits. Yeah, yeah. Get to the hits. Um, you got Bad Boy for Life. We got Child of the Ghetto. Yep. We got So Complete. Yeah. Uh, we got Diddy. The D. Um, the I. The D. The D. Yeah. And of course, we got Let's Get It. 
Oh, and how can we forget the shiny suit man in the lube? Listen, <laughs> the shiny suit man in the lube. Let's start with let's get it. That video. That video. That the Harlem Shake. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. Hold on. The real Harlem Shake. The Harlem Shake. Not yeah. that bullshit y'all was doing five years ago or whatever. No, the actual the like actual yeah. niggas. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Whoever either. that kid was in the video. Remember, there was a kid in the video who was like killing it. Crushing it. Yeah, who, everybody was in like where the fuck is everybody he was in like Raiders jersey. Everybody right? had a like black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was a yo. And I remember there was and it was and whoever wrote for Diddy gave him bars. I think Loon probably wrote that. He gave him bars. Well, actually, no. That would have been G Depp. G Depp. Yeah. But yo, Black Rob had a verse and on there. A crazy verse on there. I'll be the East Side Soprano, Rob Marciano, with the opposite handle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Also, 2001, dog. I remember the Sixers going to the final. Like, that was, oh my yeah, God, that was man. A year. My, that was a year, man. Um, let's also talk about. So, that's your sleeper album. That it? was a sleeper album. That, and of course, we're going to go to Ghetto Fabulous in a second. For sure. By, by Fab. Uh, Infamy by Mob Deep. Yeah. Um, Doggy Bag by Bow Wow. Listen, say what you want about Bow Wow. No, that was a huge, huge album for him. Huge album, huge records on there for him. Yeah. Little Bow Wow. You just don't know. Look at that. I didn't like it, but it was for somebody. Scorpion by Eve. Mm -hmm. Big pun, endangered species. Mm -hmm. um, damn, did I miss anything? So yeah. you got some albums you want? Yeah, yeah, a couple. Um, DJ Clue, The Professional Part 2. You know, if you were a Jay-Z fan. I love, the were... DJ, I love the professional series. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, one of my, I'll say my sleeper was Project Pat's Mr. Don't Play. I like Project Pat, bro. Same. Mr. Like Don't Play has I some like joints Project on it. Pat. I like Project that, Pat. That is arguably one of his, if not his best albums. Mm -hmm. um, Jay Dilla had Welcome to Detroit. Yes, he did. Yep. Trick Daddy had Thugs Are Us. Thugs Are Us, yep. baby, because I'm a thug. Um, Lil John and the East Side Boys had Put Your Hood Up that with was Bia that Bia on that it. Was the, that was the introduction to what was to come. Correct. Uh, Foxy Brown, Broken Silence. I remember that album. Why yo, yo, yo. Yep. Um... R.I.P. Gangsta Boo, she put out Both Worlds, 69. Rest in peace to her. Uh, N.E.R.D. In Search Of. Yes. Not really a hip-hop album, but... And then I think, didn't Neptune's Persist the Clones album came that out That was also year. in 2001. Or that might have been 2000, I'm not sure. I think that was 01, because that's... I think 01 is when Front came out in 01, right? Yes. And then don't forget, I think Welcome to Atlanta was a big single that year. Yep. Uh, Danger was a big year that year. Yeah. Shout out to my boy Case. Case had Missing... I'm Missing You. No, we still had... We had T.I.'s debut album with I'm Serious. I'm Serious, yep. We had Bubba Sparks, Dark Days, Bright Nights. Next. Uh, <laughs> we had P.D. Pablo's Diary of a Sinner. UGK's Dirty Money. G-Depp's Child of the Ghetto. We had Buster Rhymes' Genesis. I posted that. I said that. Okay. We had Mystical Tarantula. Yeah. And we had Rough Riders, Ride or Die, Volume 3. We had Vibe 3? That volume was Vibe three. 3? Yeah. Vibe 3 was... That was with the uh, Bubba Sparks and Jada Kids. Yeah, guy. I remember yeah. that, but I thought... When did Vibe 2 come out? Probably the year prior. Yeah, because I remember 99. Volume 1 was like 98. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, man. Well... A+. plus. I'm going to give the entire year an A. 2001, when it comes to hip-hop and R&B, is probably one of the best years of all time. Yeah. When you really go back and look at the albums, there are multiple classic albums that came out that year. There are multiple classic singles that came out this year. Yeah. That is one of the greatest years in hip-hop and R&B. I'm not saying it's the best, but I'm going to put it up there. When we start going back and looking at these years, 2001 is one of them that stand in, in, 
it's an A. Yeah. Overall, a, overall, you know, for for R and B to be an A minus and hip hop to be A plus, that yeah. averages out to an A. I agree. It's a great year. I agree. All right, Steph. Well, this was fun. We did it again. Did it again. I don't think anybody. You can't be mad at this one. No, not at all. You can't be mad at there this. There might one. be somebody that might be like, "Oh, you didn't mention," but I don't think there's anything we really didn't mention. I, I think we kind of mentioned it all. I agree. I agree. All right, Dave. Well, that's it. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, Thank y'all for laughing. Shit. And this podcast is over. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.